Do you know that your way is the best way? Do you get anxious when things stray from the plan that you'd envisioned? Do you have a hard time trusting others with responsibilities? Do you require all of the information before moving forward with something? If you answered yes to one or more of the above questions, then chances are you're a control freak. Now I say this with love because I myself am a bonafide control freak. I answered yes to every one of those above questions. And it's something that I'm really trying to work through because truthfully, it causes me a lot more misery and anxiety than it's worth. So stick around to learn how to overcome your controlling behavior and chill the fuck out. Welcome to my channel. I'm Michelle Richter and I'm an ICF certified personal development and leadership coach who helps creative seekers lead in their lives and their communities with courage and confidence. So if that sounds like you and it's something you'd be interested in, then hit that like button, subscribe to my channel so that you can be notified when I post new videos every week. And for more info on what I do, you can check out my website at michellerichter.com and stick around to the end because I have a worksheet for you. It's a free download that's gonna help you learn how to level up your life. Okay, so we've determined that you are indeed a control freak. And so the next question is why? Now, I'm someone who likes to go way deep down below the surface of things to figure out the root cause, because that's the place where we can start to create some real change. So if we go to the root of this, controlling behavior comes from a deep-seated need to feel comfortable and safe. Control freaks are generally analyzers and overthinkers and spend a ton of time and energy examining every possible outcome, every possible negative scenario that could occur, and planning accordingly to avoid any discomfort that might arise. Ultimately, this leads to a lot of anxiety. Generally, there's a feeling of responsibility there. And ultimately, it's just an unwillingness to be with discomfort. And this isn't all bad. Obviously, it's good to think ahead. It's good to think critically. It's good to plan accordingly. And what I'm discussing here is that area where it goes too far. Um, when that type of thinking and controlling behavior is starting to create conflict in your relationships, problems, um, just in your self, in anxiety, discomfort. So how do we overcome it? As always, the first step is to notice it. The more we can bring awareness to the moments where this is occurring, the more we're able to create a shift for ourselves. So really notice when you find yourself in that state of overanalyzing and trying to imagine all of the possible scenarios. Maybe you're worrying about other people's thoughts and feelings and what you can do to improve that. Maybe you're finding yourself in conflict with others because you really want them to see your way without extending that courtesy to them. Maybe you find yourself reeling when things don't go according to the plan. Maybe you are avoiding scenarios that you don't feel comfortable with because you didn't create them. So step two is notice how this is making you feel in your body, right? We've spent a lot of time talking about what's happening mentally here. Now I want you to shift your awareness to What's going on below the neck? So when you catch yourself in these moments of controlling behavior, 
shift your awareness to what is occurring in here because chances are there's constriction, you might feel a tightness in your throat, you might feel tension in your shoulders, you might feel sensations in your chest or your stomach. So bring your awareness to those physical sensations that are arriving when you're in this state of control. And ask yourself, how comfortable does your body feel when you're thinking this way? Okay, step three, make a choice. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that these controlling behaviors are not making you feel that comfortable at all in the moment that it's happening. You know, as we just mentioned, there's probably a lot of tension, there's probably a lot of tightness, there's probably a shortness of breath, right? None of this is comfortable. And that's interesting because the very thing you're trying to avoid with this controlling behavior, discomfort, is the very thing that it's creating. So that brings us to step three, which is make a choice. Listen, sometimes it's all right to be controlling. This is all about anticipating people's needs and planning accordingly and making sure that things run smoothly. And so there are times when this behavior is useful and there's times where it's not. It's not useful when it's creating constant conflict in your close relationships. It's not useful when it keeps you from enjoying yourself when things don't go according to your plan. It's not useful when it's blocking you from growth and learning. So once you've noticed this controlling thought or behavior, ask yourself, is this useful right now? Is this serving me? Is this worth this time and energy? There are times to be vigilant and then there's times where we're being hypervigilant. So take a moment to pause, check in, and make a choice to either continue forward as you are or let it go. Okay, step four is go with the flow. Look, I know that this is all way easier said than done. I'm essentially making this video for myself to refer back to when I need it, which is often. But in those moments where you're worrying about the plans changing or trusting someone or imagining all the negative outcomes that could happen, pause. Again, ask yourself, does this serve me or does it not? And if it's not, and you choose to let it go, then it's time to actively go with the flow. So here are some practical steps on how to do that. I'm gonna share a few with you because some might work for you, maybe all of them are needed, but I, I wanna give you some options to pick from here. So first step is always to Breathe. Pay attention to your breathing. Chances are it's shallow, it's short, right? And, and you're not aware at all of what's going on in your body. So pause, breathe, long, slow, deep breaths, and repeat a mantra to yourself. Something that's gonna help interrupt the pattern of thinking that's going on in your mind. So it might be something like, I can handle hard things. Whatever might occur, I can handle it. Or it will all turn out just as it's meant to. Or everything is okay right now. Maybe you find some words that work for you, but it's all about short, simple, and interrupting that thought pattern with something that's going to allow you to let go and just relax a little bit and come back to the present moment instead of in the future, <laughs> imagining scenarios that haven't happened yet. Another thing you can do is a visualization exercise, um, visualizing yourself letting go in, in a variety of ways. So one way might be 
<sighs> to close your eyes, picture the thing that you're hanging on to. What is this um, situation that's causing you this tension, right? And as you're picturing that, like really ball your fists up and feel that tension, feel that anxiety about this situation, right? And then just hold your hands out in front of you and slowly open them while you visualize yourself letting go of whatever is happening. Hold them up, slowly open and let it go. Feel that tension drop from you. Or another option is imagine yourself swimming upstream against the current, swimming as hard as you can. It's a lot of energy, it's a lot of effort. And then pause, stand up. Imagine that the river is up to maybe your waist or your chest. And then just lean back. Picture yourself floating downstream, just letting the current carry you away. All of these visual exercises help to interrupt the thinking that's happening in your mind, create a bit of a grounding effect for you, and allow you to come back to the present moment. Visualizations are really useful for people who visualize because your brain can't tell the difference between your imagination and reality. So you sitting here picturing things or thinking things that might happen, your body is having a reaction to them as if it's happening. So letting go, picturing yourself letting go, imagining yourself surrendering to what is, what is true in this moment, um, helps to redirect your thinking, helps to redirect your mind back to the present. So these are just suggestions. Like I said, you can make up a mantra that works for you. You can find a different visualization that works for you, but it's just about finding a tool, having a tangible tool or technique that you can use in those moments when you're like, ah, it's not going my way. And finally, step number five is trust. Now I harp on trust a lot because it's super important. And when I talk about trust, I'm talking about it um, in three different ways. So first of all, trusting yourself, trusting others, and trusting the plan. So what I mean by each of those is, first of all, trusting yourself, trusting that you can handle whatever is going to happen. Whatever discomfort that you are trying to avoid, allow in the possibility of experiencing it. In doing so, you will expand your capacity to be with discomfort. And that's a good thing. Because life is often uncomfortable. So the more you're able to be with that, the more you're able to move through life with grace. Next, trusting others. Sorry to say it, but despite what you might believe, you are not the smartest and most experienced person in the world. Other people are capable. Other people have good ideas. Other people can handle discomfort. You don't need to be responsible for everybody and everything. That's a lot of work and it's probably exhausting you. So allow yourself to lean back and trust others. Sometimes you might be pleasantly surprised. And finally, trust that there is a plan out there that's bigger than any that you could create. Look at life as one big opportunity for growth and learning and try to frame every experience in that light. So what if things don't go exactly how you imagine them to? 
Maybe those negative experiences lead you to incredibly positive ones. Maybe you learn and you grow from it. Growth is uncomfortable. If we try to avoid all discomfort and uncertainty in life, then we're limiting our opportunities to grow. I hope this video was helpful and I'd love to hear from you. So let me know in the comments below what your takeaways are from this. And if you'd like some one-on-one -on -one support to help you overcome the thoughts and behaviors that are keeping you from living a life of courage and confidence, then reach out to me and we can set up a complimentary conversation to see how I can be of service to you. And it doesn't matter where in the world you are, thanks to the wonders of technology, all we need is a screen. The link to set up that complimentary consultation is in the video description below. So I'd love to hear from you. And if you want some clarity on where you're, where exactly you're stuck in life, what area is it? Is it career? Is it relationships? Is it health and wellness? Is it personal growth, then I have a tool to help you get some clarity on where to focus your attention first and what first action steps you should take to make some shifts happen for you. So if that sounds interesting to you, the link to the free download for that is in my video description below. And to find out more about what I do, you can just check out my website. It's at michellerichter.com. And if you like this video, be sure to give it a like hit that subscribe button and share it with your friends. We wanna get the good word of personal development out there to everyone.